This is Paul Nobles from Eat Perform, and this is our Friday podcast with myself and Sarah Kumar. Sarah, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. So, you know, I feel like I've been apologizing the last couple of weeks, but I, I think uh, everyone needs to start to realize that the Friday podcast, I mean, like if... if I just throw on a hat, throw on a hoodie, and let's get rolling, right? Um, you guys can't even see Sarah. She's clearly in Friday mode as well. Um, I just finished my insanity workout. There you go. I'm like sweat, trying to catch my breath. Getting your insanity on. That's awesome. So um, I wanted to dive right in. You know, uh, we we definitely do some live reviews on 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 on. Uh, Friday, I, I do kind of, you know, for any Eat Perform members that, that want to do live reviews, you know, we we got to make sure that these are situations that can be analyzed relatively quickly. You know, um, right. we did have, you know, someone asked for analysis and then they had like three paragraphs. It's like you just can't read that kind of information while doing a podcast. You know, so if you want us to take a look, it's relatively easy. We'd love to do it, um, but that's going to be the second part of the podcast. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about was there's been this big discussion, especially related to politics on the Internet, that people in, you know, whatever your political persuasion is, that social media caters towards your your political persuasion, right? And so if you're Republican, all you hear is Republican stuff. If you're a Democrat, all you hear is Democrat stuff. And then, you know, all the things in the middle. Um, social media and, and, and the implication is that that is bad. And whether that's good or bad, it sort of is what it is, right? But if you looked at it the way that it actually is, the simple fact is that you are ultimately choosing the content you want to see with social media. So in a lot of ways, it really shouldn't be called social media. It should be called choice media. You're making the choice on what you want and Absolutely. ultimately, you're going to get that. And so when you have body composition goals, as an example, okay, social media is working against you nine times out of ten. And you're the reason. You're causing your own problems, right? Like Dana Lynn Bailey is super inspiring, you know, and if you want to follow Dana Lynn Bailey on Instagram, go right ahead. You know, but if you think that Dana Lynn Bailey is taking a picture when she doesn't have a full muscle pump, right, and everything is completely optimized, you're wrong. Everyone knows that, right? But but they they view that as as motivation, and then they view the motivation like like if if five people on your feed are doing a nine-day reset because they didn't get their 30-day reset figured out, 
you know, and then your gym is doing a paleo challenge for the 19th time and everybody's been kind of rinsing and repeating for the last seven years and getting nowhere. That's part of the problem. It's not part of the answer, mm-hmm. right? And you're choosing to, to partake in that. And so if you want to move on, you have to do some things that are uncommon. And so, you know, one of the things that I've been talking a lot about, um, and I don't know if my volume went out or not, um, but I'm going to go ahead and up this. Um, But one of the things that I think is really important, um, and, and I've been talking a lot about it on the Eat Perform page, is sleep and why having consistent sleep is important and then of course you know the name of the site is eat to perform and so we believe that performing is really important most people do not have a calorie problem they have a doing and sleeping problem right Mm -hmm. and so they're reacting to the stressors that they have in their lives negatively by going to the things that comfort you, right? And the things that comfort you obviously aren't going to be sitting underneath a 315-pound squat for five reps, you know, and, and um, you know, having yeah. a responsible dinner. And so when we look at, you know, what responsible looks like, you know, I'll give you a great example. One of the things that I posted recently was the fact that I do not work out unless I sleep eight hours, right? And people are like, oh my God, I would never work out. I work out about six days a week, right? So people go, oh, wow, that is crazy, you know, like that you hold yourself to that standard. Well, who else is going to hold me to that standard? Right. Right? So you're choosing the problems you have, right? So when you... Okay, so so let me give you an example. The reason why you keep the the nine day reset people in your feed because that's your plan B, right? Right. So your plan B is really your plan A. I mean, I'm, I'm not the first person to ever say that, but you know, whenever you keep those people in your life, you know, you're ultimately keeping them in your life as kind of a fail-safe position. And ultimately, if you don't go all in, if you don't commit to whatever it is that you're doing, I think that most people look at their calorie problem. Look, I see thousands of plans every single week, okay? People do not have calorie problems, right? Um, If anything, you know, I would say that the good majority of people you know, come in to eat and form scared to death of eating, right? Um, yeah. Because, yeah. because they don't sleep enough, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many people on a daily basis. I mean, actually Fitbit sent me a message. This was really interesting. That I sleep an hour and a half more than the average male my age. Wow. So what that means is... Most men my age who are all very susceptible to Viagra commercials, very susceptible to all the, the, 
the prescription type of offers that are out there, right? They're mm-hmm. do they're 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 causing their problem. You know, it, there's there was this thing, and and I'm gonna try and tread lightly here because you know I know that that you know this is a sensitive issue, and and um, but when Lance Armstrong was going through his battle with cancer. There was a MMA fighter. He's actually on ESPN all the time right now because he's 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 outspoken. He tells the truth. And he told the truth at that point that nobody wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And everybody shot him down. And he said, Lance Armstrong gave himself cancer. And what he was really saying is, is that Lance Armstrong made his own situation worse by taking steroids and drugs that enhance your performance, right? Mm -hmm. And if you want to look at the science on that, you can. And, And if you want to even look at whether that's credible or not, go ahead, do that research. But ultimately... People are causing the problems that they have because they view them in this quick answer sort of way rather than viewing them as the totality of the problem that they have, right? If a guy is sleeping, if the average 48-year-old male is sleeping six and a half hours, do you really think that you know, Viagra is fixing the problem, (laughs) right? Like, like the problem is not the fact that, you know, um, this guy doesn't have an erection. The, the problem is the fact that all this, all the things that, that cause that are causing his problems. Right. right? And, and so it's so much easier to, fall back to nine day resets and 30 day resets and, and all this other type of stuff. Meanwhile, you know, people will come to us and say, well, how do I put on muscle? Well, Mm -hmm. one, you want to have enough raw materials. What does that mean? That means, are you eating enough food? The good majority of people that come to us, you know, I'd, I'd say, I'd say it's about 50, 50, really, you know, yeah. I mean, certainly, you know, we get some people that had some bad habits and then we can clean those up. Those people end up yeah. seeing success a little bit quicker. Um, the other folks come in and, you know, they come from an under eating background and they're often surprised at, you know, how um, they can, you know, really make some some minor changes, right? As long as they can get over their fears and allow for us to kind of move their plan, then it certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, Any thoughts on what I'm saying? Because I mean, like I'm obviously giving a lot of male examples. I mean, is there anything that that's running through your head? I mean, you know, because like as an example, you, you were talking about the fact that 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 you did you were doing insanity i mean what caused you to do that right just because you had a whim right 
No, because you you're 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 you recognize a problem, right? That right. it's sometimes difficult to get to the gym. And so right. you say, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna pop in this DVD I haven't popped yeah. in, in a while. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think too, this is I mean, this is the time of year that as women we see bikinis and bathing suits, and th- those are a lot of our ads as well. They're super cute, so we click oh, on yeah, them. Oh, yeah, I gotta stop. I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. I am so tired of the media has caused me to be fat. I'm so sick of that. No, your consumption of media has caused you to be fat. Let's start taking control of this stuff. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But so, I'm telling you, no, don't, no, 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 no. Just, just stop me for just a second because this is so important. Okay. I go to the grocery store and I see magazines that I don't even know why they exist. Right. Mm-hmm. My wife, I get in the car and she's listening to a radio station that's all female programming. Right. And I'm like, how can you listen to this garbage? You know? Yeah. I mean, we are our own problem. And trust me, look, I have my own bad habits too. Sorry about that. Um, you know, but, but, but don't allow yourself to say the media caused this or I've been getting these messages. Like even, even, you know, look, through my process of healing, okay, which started with alcohol way back when I was 18 years old. There's a lot of people in my life that are no longer in my life. Some people have the last name Nobles, okay? So you, you and, and I think that that's true for your story too, right, Sarah? I mean, like part of who you are as a person, you've had to take destructive people out of your life strategically. Yeah. You can't keep the toxic people around you. If you keep the toxic people, it's going to seep in. Yeah, and that, I mean it's it's never a lot of. I, I thought you were going to expound upon that, but no, that's true. I mean, like, <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going, but but that's true. Um, oh yeah, well, I mean, it is true. Like, if you don't surround yourself with positive people, you know, get rid of the toxic stuff. It's going to infect you. But what I'm saying, your view of. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that you know if. Everyone in your feed is, you know, trying to sell you Advocare, right? If everyone in your feed is, 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 you know, I love all those social media, um, you know, Advocares and Isogenics and stuff. No one's buying, no one's buying the protein folks. Okay. It's always, it's always the fat burners. That's, that's what they sell, right? If you're buying fat burners, if you're doing a detox, if you're on your 18th nine-day reset, you're just causing your own problems. You're not looking for the real answers. You're looking for Band-Aids. And ultimately, you know, when you look at things like thyroid issues, when you look at you know, chronic fatigue, when you look at all these different things that a lot of people our age talk about, what are they caused by? They, you know, well, okay, first of all, let's talk about what they're not caused by. They're not caused by you working out. Right. (laughs) The good majority of the time, right? When you look at 
the factors related to HRV, okay, which is heart rate variability. That's probably the easiest way to look at, you know, chronic fatigue symptoms and things of this nature. What you always see is that resting heart rate is up and sleep is down, okay? So it's not the working out that probably caused your issues, okay? It's the three hours sleep that caused your issues, you right. know? And people are like, I don't, I don't understand what my problems are. You know, I don't get it. It's like, well, you've been sleeping for three hours for the last 15 years, you know? Right. Um, imagine what it's like. I mean, it, it's really amazing. I was just having a discussion with this with Dr. Brad. Um, but uh, when I get seven hours sleep, I hate life. <laughs> like, 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 like I, I feel like I cannot exist in life, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, there's a high correlation between that and, and the way that a lot of people die. You know, I mean, I just had someone who was used to much higher calories, you know, actually eating relatively reasonable calories for someone her size. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm totally starving. I'm like, you're not starving. You're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get by. You know, um, but I did make an adjustment for her. I mean, like, that's part of what the, the coaching is. And I think, uh, you know, um, one of the really cool things, you know, and I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize this, um, but Brad and I, and really, I'd say probably 75 to 90% of it's me, um, onboards all new incoming clients, right? And what, I've learned to do in that process is really just give those folks as much attention as possible early on because you know it's that stage that people struggle to figure things out and what yeah. what people really can get a little bit bothered by is that I hold their feet to the fire you know I would say that the good majority of people that fail doing any kind of um, system, especially to perform, they, they just don't start. They don't, you know, they quit, you know? Right. Um, because, you know, they realize, you know, they, they view, if you view your problem as a calorie problem, right? And you've come from a detox background and a nine day reset. And then now all of a sudden this dude's talking to you about your sleep and you're like, well, dude, why are you talking to me about my sleep? You know, I got a fat problem. It's like, well, you don't think that having three hours sleep a night, you know, is going to have you holding on to water. You know, you don't think that a reasonable night's sleep. I mean, you know, the best example is, you know, a lot of these people are coming from low carbohydrate backgrounds and then they have three to five hours sleep a night. And then we start to get them a reasonable amount of carbs and then they move to seven and eight hours sleep a night. And then when they do that, their weight goes down. You were just holding on to water, right? And and that to me, I think is one of the biggest revelations that we've sort of brought to the market, you know? Um, and what I think is also interesting about that is as you solve these problems, right? So, so I remember when I first started, um, well, when I first started eating normal, right, 
um, you know, I mean, initially I started off, you know, I've talked about this a million times. Um, but when I first started off, I um, really just tried to work out a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to eat the way that I normally was eating which was like an idiot right (laughs) like like i was probably eating five thousand calories a day but i was able to stay weight stable um doing that but the problem was is i wasn't trying to stay weight stable right i was trying to get fit and i was probably adding muscle in that process but it just wasn't fast enough for what i wanted to do and in Trust me, you know, um, I, I would tell most people that what I did in the beginning, that's not the recommendations that we make for you to perform. You know, I mean, right. I, I've had to learn those lessons and I did and, and, and moved on. But the basis for you to perform was 100 percent. You know, um, I worked out a lot and um, you know, gradually moved you know, I'd say over about a two-year period, I, you know, I went through a phase where I was, I was juicing, you know, I, I attribute that to my acceptance of vegetables, you know, I just was not a vegetables or a fruit person, um, and I say to this day, you know, when, you know, I get a little bit older or have a little bit more time, I'll bring juicing back in, I really, I really liked it. The only problem was it was very time consuming. You know, I used the slow juicer mm-hmm. so you could have the juice. Um, it would hold on to nutrients a little bit better. Like whenever you go to like Jamba Juice and you get that, you know, it it does <laughs> it it hurts the value of the juice, right? And it doesn't really allow for, um, you know, that juice to stay well for longer periods of time. And those are, those are some of the things that I figured out along the way, but, but ultimately, you know, like most people, I just realized that I needed to start being an adult, you know, um, (laughs) most people don't have the, uh, I needed an adult problem, right? So that's really the discussion we're having, you know, is that when you fix, I mean, if you're drinking a two liter Mountain Dew and having a sleeve of Oreos every night and then you stop doing that, you know, guess what? That trump card's over with, you know, you, you've already used that one, you know? And so to get to the next level, you know, like when I was sort of stuck at 21%, um, to get to 9%, you know, was astronomical. I mean, like, I I really wasn't lifting weights. I was doing what every you know everybody else was doing. I was smarter at that point. I started eating whole foods. I was still doing eat to perform. I was still eating an adequate amount for what I did. But you know, I had that kind of skinny fat look. You know, mm-hmm. where um, I didn't have any muscle, and you know, the thought that wow, I don't have any muscle. I need to get some muscle. Your first thought is, I'm going to get hurt. Um, right. You know, I don't know what to do. What's my form like? All these different things. And so that was a very scary point of my journey. But within, uh, you know, what, six months of, of lifting weights, you know, I put on 15 pounds of muscle. 
So the good news about muscle, especially if you're, you know, I mean, most of our audience lifts weights. They they understand the value of being a little bit stronger. You know, I mean, don't get me going on like joint pain and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, don't. It, it's just, it just seems to me like, you know, I, I mean, you know, my family is like, what do you think about glucosamine? I'm like, well, I think it's probably fine. The only problem is, is you don't do anything to strengthen your muscles and joints. So I don't see the point in doing it, you know? Hmm. It's like, what do you think about calcium? Once again, I mean, do you really have a problem with calcium or do you have a problem with strengthening your bones because you're not, you know, lifting weights, some kind of resistance training, strengthening your whole system, right? And so, you know, I, I just feel like so much of, of, you know, who we are is what we let into our lives and what we're listening to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the, uh, I hope people appreciate what I was saying about the Lance Armstrong. I'm not saying, um, I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying if, if you have cancer, don't do steroids. And don't take insulin, right? It's just right. a bad idea, you know? And that's what the guy was saying. And ultimately, what I'm saying is, is that the good majority of people, they're not looking for the real answers. They're looking for shortcuts. And if everyone that you're following is doing a shortcut, you're eventually going to do a shortcut, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I mean, one of the things that we hear a lot is that our private groups are just so refreshing. It's so unlike everything else out there. Well, no joke, right? We did that on purpose, you know? Right. I mean, like, we don't have a lot of Eeyores, you know? (laughs) Oh, poo. (laughs) What am I going to do today? I used to love Eeyore. Eeyore was my favorite. Eeyore was your favorite? Really? He was, yeah. I don't know. He was. I, I, yeah, I could see it. I don't know. I, I'm a piglet person. You would think I would be a Tigger person, right? But Tigger was so annoying. You're a piglet person. <laughs> um, all right. So we don't have a whole lot of people that are asking. We have Robin. Yeah. Um, I put her in the chat there for you. Yeah, so I'm going to pull... Her file okay, up she here. has awesome results. Mm-hmm. She, she just got her DEXA done. Yeah, we're getting a lot of, um, and for a lot of the people that are listening and don't know what a DEXA is, it's a body scan result. And um, we're getting a lot of positive. You know, it's interesting. There was one that was really super positive where someone went from 39% to 33%. And, and they were really yeah. happy, rightly so. I just wonder, like, would, would the good majority of people be proud of themselves for the hard work that they put in? Or would they focus still on where they needed to go? Right? And that, to me, to me, those people never get there. Right? Because they, they, you're always grasping for the newest, hottest thing. Yeah. Right. Um, So yeah, what were you gonna say about the Dexa? 
Um, so you ready for her result? Yes. She uh, did uh, She did DEXAFIT and 3D scans. She's down 2.6% um, um, body fat. Her lean mass increased by three pounds. Sweet. Um, yeah. So she, and this is since uh, March 2nd. Gotcha. So she's rocking it. Yeah. So I'm looking... I'm just, I'm not seeing the body fat percentage. Can you just type it into me? Because I don't want to like put. Oh, yeah. You know what? She doesn't even post that actually. So let's ask her. Yeah. I don't want to like put everybody's stuff on Front Street here. But um, she does look like, you know. She's been in fat loss, um, and you are obviously her coach, and obviously things are going pretty good in terms of body fat percentage, but um, we do need to look at, you know, hitting the goal. Um, I am going to make the goal a little bit more clear. And I, her sleep is awesome. Her sleep is awesome, which, you know, when I look at what to change and what not to change, one of the first things I look at is sleep, right? Um, yeah. Is how is the person responding to stress, right? Um, and I think ultimately where we need to get Robin is some combination of 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 performance and some combination of fat loss right yeah um, she really loves to be to perform she's super active that's awesome but what i'm about to do is not going to be helpful for that right i'm tr i'm trying to you know put on the rally cap you know she's got what looks to be about she's about four to five pounds away from the goal that I'm setting for her. Um, and so we're going to get a lot more aggressive. Um, and the fact that, you know, she's not struggling with sleep tells me that mm -hmm. we're going to be okay. Right. Yeah. What a lot of people don't realize is that their fat layer serves as a layer of protection for them. You know, when mm -hmm. your body can use, um, fat as a energy source freely, it can allow for you to be a little bit more uncomfortable in stages. And then the way that we do it is we cycle people in and out and we use our apps and stuff like this to um, communicate with folks, you know. And so in Robin's case, we need weight to go down, right? Plain and simple, you know. Right. And um, that's what these new macros are going to do. So um, made a few changes. Love the DEXA results. Let's rally and hit Okay, so goal. she says her, um, she actually posted it in the public page, 43% today. 45% on 3.6. And 45.7 on 1.6. Gotcha. 
So, um, so what we're really going to be focused on is one, you know, bringing weight down. Then once we move to performance, we're going to work on building that lean mass up because, um, we'd have to look at, do you know what she does for training? I see like this photography. Yeah, she does. She also does this, um, the cycling, a lot of cycling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when we look at the amount of lean mass that she has, we really need to, I mean, she's, she could probably get a similar response to what I got. Right. Um, if we got into kind of a hypertrophy type program, um, yeah, but let me, I'm just trying to get some idea. And I mean, the other thing too is weights three times a week. Yeah. And cycling tons, she said. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, cycling, running, those things can be catabolic, you know, if, um, you're not careful. And so... When we look at her lean mass, you know, um, once we move to performance, I mean, truthfully, um, there's a lot of instances where, you know, if we start to really struggle, like I think that if, if we go to this next level and we don't see a result relatively quickly, we're just going to move to performance because your body right. is going to hold on to fat when, you know, we don't really have enough muscle, right? To where, right. You, you know, because at a certain point, you know, your body is in, in preservation mode, right? And so if we get that lean mass, you know, up over 100, that will send a positive signal. Um, yeah. Right now, we have a little bit of a negative signal. Now, I'll say another thing, too, though. DEXA scans are super, super, you know, it, it's the gold standard for a reason, and it's typically higher than everything else, you know. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. I mean, you know, you might get a completely different reading. Um, also, you are in fat loss, so your muscles aren't necessarily hydrated you know, in the way that we would like them to be, you know, going into most um, fat loss. And that, you know, that would matter a lot, you know, because if, if we're kind of dehydrated as an example and you have, right. you know, three pounds more, you know, muscle going into that, it, it would certainly show up a lot better. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and hit create here. I know Amanda awesome. Amanda had asked if we were Yeah. We'll do Amanda's next and then kind of move on from there. How about that? Right. So I know that Amanda was looking at moving to yeah. um, fat loss. She just moved to fat loss. Yep. All right. And Amanda is so funny. So as I'm doing her review, 
you know, we see these log of notes, right? And I always read everybody's notes, you know, and here I'm reading through and I see I'm pregnant, just kidding. And all exclamation points. I'm like, seriously? Like, that's not funny. I know. It was so funny. It was, that was a good one. I love that. I love that people can play with us in the app. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, but, uh, all right. So let's see. We're already seeing, you know, mm -hmm. weight um, start to come down. I like the goal that Sarah has set for you for this stage. Um, I mean, really, there's just not a whole lot negative now the the two things that you're doing a good job with uh, we definitely want to make sure that we're kind of keeping up um and, and for those that that don't know i mean i'm looking at her file i can see how much she's doing for steps i can see her sleep you know I, i'm getting to the point where you know it it's just very hard for me to not have this information you know Right. I just feel like it's that helpful for folks, you know? Yeah. Um, did you mean to have her super day a little bit higher just so she has a little bit more of a reprieve or, or was that by accident? You know, I think that was an accident. I think Brad actually, um, but that ha that does happen sometimes. Okay. So I'm going to Okay. Potentially reset that, but I might not change anything. But anyway, Amanda, just so you know, it's 10 calories less. Um, though, you know, what's interesting is that, um, you know, for our super days in the past, you know, I would have actually wanted it to be um, where you had a little bit more freedom. The only problem is, is that sometimes... Some people look at freedom without no rules at all. And then, right. you know, they view I it almost like they would view a cheat day. Well, you know, with either reform, you're actually eating an adequate amount of food the good majority of the time. You know, so the idea of eating a good amount of food and then, you know, having like a kegger every week, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's not going to work out well. You know, so we did put rules in place, but you can be a little bit more flexible than that if, you know, if that's what you were to, were to choose. Um, I like this plan. The, the only thing that I think, there's two things that I think of right off the bat. I think a lot of people look at these numbers and go, oh man, you know, they're just going to keep bringing down my numbers. Not necessarily, you know. Right. You nope. can, you can reach your goals with these numbers, the, the, the problem is, is once again, have you used all your trump cards, right? Do you mm -hmm. normally sleep eight hours a night and then you're now sleeping, you know, nine hours a night? Well, you're probably going to see maybe a little bit more favorable result. If you were doing 8,000 steps, now you're doing 10,000 steps, you're probably going to see a favorable result. If you were sleeping eight hours a night and doing 20,000 steps, you're probably not going to see that much of an advantage if you go to 22,000 steps, right. right? If anything, we see probably the opposite, right? That a lot of the folks that are trying to step their way to fat loss, they end up kind of compromising their muscles, similar to what we were talking about actually with Robin, right? 
Right. You can take those things too far, right? Steps are positive the good majority of the time. You know, I would say in a fat loss phase, you know, if somebody loses, you know, 10 to 15 pounds, not all of that is going to be fat. Right. Right. Some of it is probably going to be a little bit of muscle, hydration, all these different things that factor in, you know. And then when you bring performance back into the equation, you start to bring back in the food. What happens is work capacity gets better. You lift more weights. You're feeling awesome. You're sleeping a little bit better. All these things are end up being positive. And you can use that extra. Like, for instance, let's say that you didn't have pull ups. Right. And you lost 10 pounds and now you have pull-ups. Well, that work capacity, as long as you continue to improve, will allow your weight to stay down, right? There's a lot of factors going in there, you know, but I think that a lot of people feel trapped and scared because they get to kind of this low number and they don't realize that cycling, you know, actually matters a lot. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting as we do this, like what's Amanda's reward going to be when she hits her goal? Well, we just lower the goal. You know, I mean, it's very rare that we wouldn't. Okay. But let's say, let me give you an example. Let's say that we had, um, a female and she was in performance and she was 119 pounds. Um, and in performance, she moved to 114. We would probably put to her that muscle gain would be a good goal. Obviously, if mm-hmm. she's happy being at 114, God bless her, right? Stick at 114. Um, but the question is, is you know, when you know, let's say it was a male, and that male was 250, and we brought him down to 230. You know, it's not like I I put him in performance and now, you know, his I want his weight to go up. You know, typically what we're going to do is when I put him into performance, you know, I'm going to bring his weight goal down, you know, so that we have that as a compass. And so we don't get to a point where, you know, weight is going up and we're wasting all the, the gains that we made. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, be, you know, obviously being only the third day in, I like what Brad's doing for you. I did change the goal a little bit, um, to 214.9. That's a little bit different. I, I, you know, I, I, I talked to the e-perform staff about doing this. Um, I've talked to Brad about doing it. Um, I don't like whole numbers, right? Um, like as an example, I'm going to change everything about, you know, um, and, and I'm going to explain why. So I like 129 on a low day more than I like 130, right? Right. Because I want Amanda to understand that I want to be under 130. I think mm-hmm. if you put 130, some people go, eh, 138, kind of close, right? No, that's right. not, that we're not trying to get close. We're trying to stay under 130. Similarly, on a medium day, I got her set at 201, not 200. Why? Because some people then go, ah, I got to 189. 
No, yeah. that's not the point. The point is to <laughs> use those days so we have an adequate amount of food so that we're doing good things in the gym. We're not losing our energy. The natural tendency for a lot of folks that are in fat loss are, I'd like to eat as little as possible, as quickly as possible. And pretty much I'd say that that's the formula that almost everyone uses to get obese, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. just because it's just this binge and bust behavior that ultimately doesn't doesn't help. So, you know, as an example, on her on her fats on the low day, I'm at 66 cuz I don't want her going lower than than 65. On medium day, I got her at 54 because I don't want her going above 55. Right. And Amanda knows all this stuff. She um, let, me, mm -hmm. let me just turn off. Um, actually, the podcast is pretty much over. Um, shoot. And then, of course, my, my mouse is, is giving me problems here. Um, on your Atari? On my Atari. Yes. All right. So we'll finish on that note. And, uh, yep. Good job, Amanda. I, I think that what a lot of people don't do is they don't take their fat loss recommendations seriously in the beginning. And right. so they gradually go into it. You know, a lot of times in a fat loss cycle, we'll say, you know, you can expect six to 10 weeks, you know, for this to last. Well, if you're half-assing the first three to four weeks, you know, a lot of that water release you would normally see, you're not going to get. So what are we going to do? We're going to have to really milk those last four to five weeks just to hopefully get there. Like, quit coming into fat loss stages half-assing it. You know, do the plan. Yeah. You know, if you do the plan, we can guide you to where you want to go. I think it's sort of interesting, especially a lot of time when we talk about, you know, the baseline, you know, and, and people being fearful and, and, and things of this nature. So let's say that you come in and, and you're under eating. Where am I going to go? Well, what am I going to do for you? Right. Mm -hmm. But if you come in and you do what I know works and it surprises you that you're actually seeing relatively decent results, um, it doesn't surprise me. I would say, uh, it, you know, out of 10 people that come in and, and really start to do the baseline plan right off the bat, I'd say eight out of the 10, um, I don't make changes for probably four to five weeks, right? Um, the people that... If I have to spend the first three weeks of your fat loss phase talking you into doing the plan, you know, uh -huh. I mean, come on, what are we I'm doing? I meant to do the plan. What are we doing here? Yeah. Right? Like this is a coaching right. program. You know, like right. if you if you if you bought our advice, take our advice. And and I get it. You know, everybody wants to pull off the band-aid as fast as possible. And, and trust me, look, look, there's a million people on Instagram that for 50 bucks. They'll just tell you to eat nothing, you know? Right. And, and, you know, here, have your styrofoam 
chew, what, what are all the things? Drink water, chew gum, you know, all the yeah. things that supposedly, yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, within a week, you know, they're in a face full of cheesecake, you know, wonder, yeah. wondering how they went Taco so Bell. wrong. You know. Taco but, but, but 87,000 people follow that person on Instagram. Clearly they know what they're talking about, you know? Um, so, you know, that's why, you know, we've really always had kind of a scientific background. We've always, you know, hired PhDs on staff, you know, we just feel like if, if we can get the maximum amount of result with the least amount of intervention, we can go much farther than we can just, you know, doing the, the styrofoam diet. You know, I should I should quit messing around, right? Like I should I should just quit because I was watching the Today Show the other day, and there's this guy who's a celebrity trainer. First of all, that, that's a, that's the other thing too. Like, just because somebody trains a celebrity, that person's job is to be fit, right? Yeah. Like if you're a celebrity, if you're what Chris Hemsworth or you know any of the other ripped up people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, forget steroids, you know, I mean, you have every incentive in the world to use steroids. There's nobody testing you, you know, but let's say that they're not, even if they were, they're still working out three to four hours a day. Right. And if you look at the other people, it's like, it's like, don't follow people that aren't you. Right. If, If you like them because, you know, they, they post you know, amazing pictures about their kids and stuff like this. But if they're, you know, hyping like this celebrity trainer, you know, has this book out, it's like, you know, lose 10 pounds in 10 days. It's like, I hate you, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like all you're doing is pulling, pulling 10 pounds of water out of people's body as quickly as possible. Here's what you do. You go buy his, before you go buy his book, Okay, it's, it's probably selling off the shelves, right? Because like people are thinking, oh my God, this is the answer. This is the thing. If I can just lose these 10 pounds, because I had that beer that one night and it caused me to gain 10 pounds. So, so here's what you do, okay? See, this is the problem though. They're never going to do this because, you know, clear analysis is naturally the solution. So if you if you went and did a body fat test, right? And then you did the the 10 pounds in 10 days and and you know ate your styrofoam and chewed your gum and drank your water, right? <laughs> what <laughs> what you're going to find is is that you basically just blew through a whole bunch of muscle, okay? Yeah. I mean, first of all, you know, the guy was fit, you know, he didn't get fit doing his diet. None of them do their own diet, you know? No. Uh, I mean, it's so funny. Like, Bob Harper um, had a book that talked about eating 800 calories a day, right? Um, It was so ridiculous, never caught on, you know. Um, Then... Bob Harper, you know, goes out and gets a dieting coach and within months has a heart attack in a gym. 
right? Mm -hmm. Now, is there a relationship between how hard he was dieting and how much he was doing? Hard to say, right? But it, it's not hard to make the connection that when you don't eat enough for what you do, it's going to potentially hurt you, right? Oh, yeah. And these are the people, you know, USA Today, Bob Harper, one of the fittest people on the planet, you know, has a heart attack in the middle of the gym. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on Bob Harper, right? Mm -hmm. To look a certain way and be a certain way. And, and, you know, I mean, I remember seeing like the before and after, I think he was like 210. I mean, if you've never seen Bob Harper, I think I had this discussion before. If you've never seen Bob Harper in real life, you know, Bob Harper's a, a tall guy, right? So right. I think he went from like 210 to, to, to 185. I mean, you know, I don't like it when people say, um, judge people on their before and after. I, I just don't think that that's their yeah. choice. You know, I, I don't think ultimately other people should be commenting, you know, but when you get to a point where, you know, you're not working towards really the most healthy option, you know, and it's harming you. You know, I'd hope somebody would speak up and, and say, and, and I just think that there's so much pressure on those guys. And, and Bob Harper, you know, at 210 looked like a fit guy, right? Um, like no one thought, oh my God, you know, Bob Harper's getting fat, right? He's, mm -hmm. He had abs. He looked great. You know, he looked strong, you know, but there's just so much pressure to kind of fit in this one box. And I think there's also this pressure of, you're putting out this narrative that you do yeah. something, you know, I mean, cause you know, if you Google Bob Harper's diet, you know, like there's just no way Bob Harper was eating like that. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so, you know, I, I just feel like there's this, you know, it, it kind of comes back to the initial thought process, right? Is that if you're constantly following people that aren't talking about, the particulars aren't talking about your sleep, aren't talking about your resting heart rate, aren't talking about the things that you do, right? And they're always simplifying things to here. If you don't eat these, it's magic. If you don't do this, it's magic. It's like, no, mm -hmm. no, you, you're much better off, even though it's going to take you a little bit longer to figure it out, you're mm -hmm. much better off figuring it out. And you're going to answer things a lot better that way. All right. So, um, and Troy Lee is saying your daily weight has more to do with water than anything else. Totally agree with that. Um, I think that the good majority of people, like for instance, bloating, you know, everyone, I feel so bloated, you know, I had carbs, I feel bloated. Yeah. That's kind of the point, you know, I mean, part of building and maintaining muscle is actually having a well hydrated muscle so it can do more and better things. Right. And I mean, we still need to have the discussion about sodium. You know, everyone thinks that oh, sodium, yeah. oh my God, sodium, it's so bad for you. It's like, well, it's one of the most, that. that's a good yeah, one. it's one of the most relevant, you know, things as it relates to like bioavailability, you know, making mm -hmm. the, the electrical connection that allows your body to like, you know, use the fuel that you're taking in. Now, I'm not arguing for 10,000 milligrams of sodium a day, but you know, there's people that are trying to have like, you know, less than a thousand, um, and yeah. then, and then go CrossFit 
And that's not helpful, right? Nope. Um, and and then you know, I mean, it's there's just so many things. It's just so many things. Water, right? So there's this one guy, um, Marcellus uh, Wiley, right? He's on a show that I call watch called Sports Nation, and he's had hydration issues in the past. And he he on the show he has a jug of water. Water is only one component of hydration. Right. I mean, having now, I don't know, he might have some electrolytes in there. He might have, you know, some some sodium for better absorption, um, you know, all these different things. But but there's just so much out there that I think is this narrative of less, less, less do as much as possible while doing less and less. And then when you look at it or even if even if you just thought of it logically. What would that do, right? Like if you were trying to use fat for energy, do you think your body's going to release fat or hold on to fat when you basically electrical shock it, right? Right. It's going to release fat a lot more effectively if you do things in a relatively slower way, right? If we're not trying to just pull off the band-aid as quickly as possible i mean let's be real you know the 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 gal that's doing the nine day reset she looks the same as she did four years ago you know what i mean <laughs> like she does you know and she's still still lifting the same amount she was lifting you know like right. like let's be real about some of this stuff so we can really focus on what's important and if we can start to have that conversation you know, the problem is, is that, that there's no money in it, right? The, you know, right. The, there's no money in saying, you know, hey, walking is probably as good for you as, you know, a 15 minute CrossFit session, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, not trying to, boy, there's just so many things, you know, I just I feel, I just feel like. Everyone, like if you're a trainer or if you're a nutritionist or if you're a dietitian or all these all these folks, you sort of cater your narrative to what the customer wants to buy, mm -hmm. right? And that's part of the problem. All right, you guys. So we'll end on that note. I appreciate everybody being here and we will talk to you guys later. Bye now. Have a great weekend. Bye, Bye Sarah. Bye. Hold on one second. My, my batteries in my mouse are... Uh-oh. Shoot. It's the end of the podcast and I can't...